Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh. We've established that I don't often say that loud enough. Which is why I think I need to get a sign. But anyway... Welcome, welcome, friends. We finally have a guest for you. Today we're here with Allison Wynn. Would you like to tell the people anything about yourself? Hello, like she just said. I am Allison Wynn and friend of Sarah and new to the rest of you all today. <laughs> we love to see it. Yeah, we've been friends for, what, 20-something years? Middle school. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is there's a long backlog of embarrassing stories. Our friendship could drink, so it would be at least 21 years old. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, you know what? Um, just for funsies, I have all these like magnetic photo pockets in my fridge with random pictures from various phases oh. in my life. Oh. And I just happened to... Uh... Not that one. That's... Okay, yeah, just keep Rachel and you. Don't... don't. <laughs> So, yeah, oh, this is hard to do. Allison and then me, and then that's our friend Rachel. I love it. From uh, high school tennis team. The I love that. nerd tennis girls tennis team at East Liverpool High School. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, love it. <laughs> so, how's everyone, how's everyone doing on this fine? What is it? Wednesday? Yeah, it's Wednesday. We always record on Wednesday. I don't know why I bothered to check my Fitbit. Fine. It uh, stopped raining for like the first time in days. I thought we were gonna like you know float away on a river. I love it. Rain. Although I think that might be that weather might be heading down this way, which has me greatly concerned for Halloween. Yeah, it is supposed to rain this weekend, which is not ideal. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We can still still enjoy ourselves, even though this episode is gonna be coming out after Halloween. But that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm trying to be sensitive to like not say anything time specific because of the delay. But then I, I have uh... a little bit given up. Yeah. Because we also have streams that are being released in real time. So I feel like that kind of offsets it a little bit. Like any weird one week old things that we say are put into context by the fact that we are on stream like three days later in real time Fair. all right so would we like to dive right in friends i have some i think fun questions for today but of course i think they're fun i wrote some of them 
Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, first one. <laughs> I'm great. I'll this. make a motion. <laughs> I was staring at the document. And was like, oh, you said a thing. Yeah, seconding the motion. Um, yeah. So you always hear. Uh, it's a lot of times boomers you hear boomers being like oh like swearing it like swearing is unattractive like you know something that only like lowly people do so what do we think what do we think do we agree with that is swearing attractive if yes is it only sometimes under certain circumstances the, if the way you talk doesn't have variety then it's not attractive if that's like like if that's what you're relying on to convey your message then no but if it is just like a colorful part of the way you communicate yeah then i, I i'm not saying it makes you attractive i'm just saying like yeah i think it's annoying it's, it's... if it's like you can't get through a conversation without it or it's like every other word mm -hmm. i don't know i think sometimes it can be kind of attractive and I will provide mean... some fun examples. <laughs> Do you mean attractive as in, like, somebody that you'd be romantically interested in, or attractive just as a person that you like to hang out with? I guess I would say probably romantically. Gotcha. I don't think either way it would matter to me. I don't think it makes you necessarily attractive just because you do swear. But I don't think it makes you lowly if you do swear either. Yeah. Fair enough. Brixie, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I feel like kind of along the lines of what Zach's saying, I think if there's anything that you overuse, whether it's a swear word or just using the same annoying phrase over and over, like, it's going to be irritating. Mm -hmm. Swear words to me are just words. So if you're peppering them in too much, then it, like, loses all meaning. Yeah. But I also feel like they're great for adding effect in certain circumstances. Oh yeah, no. If you if you know how to pick your moments very well, that's a like, point in your favor. I don't care. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but when I do, it's because I'm trying to really emphasize something, you know, and that's why it has impact. It's like the effects on PowerPoint. Like Yeah. <laughs> like if you're relying on for the quality of your PowerPoint is the effects that the slides come in on, it's gonna be a terrible PowerPoint. But yeah, it's actually like, this such is a really fun way to think about it. I so love like... it. But I also kind of think um, the other way, like a person that refuses to swear or is like offended by swearing, that could be unattractive. Yeah, no, I'm not about that. I'm yes. not about someone's like moral high can't... ground where yeah. they're like better than you because they they'll say like "dang it" instead of "damn it" or whatever. What? No, Can none I, of that. And. And in that way, it can be cringy. If, yeah. Like, if I ever hear anybody say, like, bullcrap, I just, like, no. like, it, it's, like, nails on. It's, like, if if, if you're not going to say bullshit, then just leave the animal out. Of yeah, it. or just Go say it's BS. Else. Yeah. Nonsense. Bitch. yeah, nonsense. Like, like there, there are some very cringy substitute words. That... Yeah, I hate those. Ugh. Yeah, no. Um... I don't know, the thing that kind of, like, made me think of this question is because, like, again, you know, a lot of people say, like, oh, it's not, like, swearing isn't attractive, like, it's unbecoming or whatever, but, um, I am thirsting for Luke Spiller on main again, which is fine. <laughs> again, still, 
continuously perpetually perpetually yeah um allison band guy i like <laughs> lead singer of the struts lead singer of the struts but i was listening to a strut song and there's like there's um god what's the song it's the song dirty sexy money there's um uh always a phrase there's always a phrase in the chorus with swears and like and you know i'm listening to a song i'm like that's hot and that's why i thought of the question because people are like oh swearing isn't attractive but then things like that i'm like that's kind of hot. I just yep. feel like it's a special case. Oh, please go ahead, Allison. No, go ahead, Sarah. <laughs> that's, that's our very, like, small town Ohio. No, 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 you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just to that point, um, I feel like it's almost a special case in music. Because I feel like most of the time at least for most music that I've listened to, it's not like constant swearing, like a lot of people might do a conversation. And I feel like a lot of musicians are good at using it to emphasize, especially like in chorus. Yeah. Like in courses. Um, so I just feel like it's a little bit different when you're talking about it in like the context of a song versus a conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Someone also made this like, I think back when I was on like Tumblr or whatever, somebody made a supercut of like every time David Tennant swears in like anything, and everyone in the comments was, of course, you know, thirsting for David Tennant, and I can't say I didn't agree. So, also that, just you know, is kind it... of a thing to put out there. Has anybody seen the King's Speech? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that that swearing scene added so much effect to the movie. It because really one, that was it... a great movie. Oh, it was a phenomenal movie. The scene was funny. Mm-hmm. It, it it added so much character to yeah. the dude, the king. I, I remember what he was at that point. Mm-hmm. But, like, that was a good example of it. Um, I would agree. Th- there was, like, maybe one or two other moments in the movie where somebody swore, but certainly not to that effect. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's about how you use it. Yeah, I would say like, definitely about... Like, that, that scene made the movie better. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. I guess my, like, overall answer to, like, the first part of the question, I would just say, yeah, if you're picking your moments well. Yeah. Because, again, like, you know, sometimes, especially if it's, like, I'm thinking of this mostly in the context of characters, because as we've established, I am always simping for some character in something. This is just who I am. But, like, you know, characters who don't like, or, like, any kind of person who doesn't really like, who kind of, like, keeps it clean for the most part, and then, like, you know, you're in a real serious situation, and they finally, like, you know, drop an F-bomb or whatever, you're like, whoa. I think there's one really important thing here that we're overlooking. The perceived attractiveness of the person regardless of the swearing. Correct. Because I think if you already find the person attractive, mm-hmm. then you might see their swearing as, like, endearing or badass or whatever the context is. Yeah. But if the person you don't think is attractive, it's like, ugh, they're so trashy. You are completely right. It's like right. golf. Yes. Yeah, like... Swearing is like the golf of language. Correct. Uh, <laughs> that's such a yeah. way to think of it. Because I was trying to think, like, what's the commonality in all those situations? Oh, they're, like, attractive yeah. actors, attractive singers, famous people that we already look up to and think are attractive, that's why they're famous. Mm-hmm. But if we're thinking about just average people in our everyday lives, that's a totally different thing, I feel like. Yeah, so I guess average everyday life, probably not. But if I already think the person is hot, yes. 
So it's it can um it can enhance attractiveness in certain contexts. Yes. For someone who is already attractive. Correct. But perhaps have the opposite effect for people that we do not see as attractive. Yeah, pretty much. Super hot, but all they knew was like f bomb this. Like they knew no other parts of speech. Yeah. Okay, that's not hot. so it can't just be like constant even if you do already find them attractive they have to be attractive and know to pick their moments with it yeah there has to be a balance i dig it yeah so i guess that sort of covers the like only under certain circumstances and what are those certain circumstances kind of addendum i had to this question because i put it in like two bullet points I mean there could be other things to add to that like like i've said before i can just keep talking about anything for like hours if you'll let me well i mean we're only 12 minutes in so have at it (laughs) 12 minutes in and three things scheduled so yeah oh i could just let me know and i'll keep filling time i always got more to say i try to cut myself off so i don't go overboard the floor is yours so I started thinking about like different contexts because we're not really thinking about context like the workplace versus like if you're in a school or like around your family members or with friends. I feel like Very people true. who know the appropriate context in which to use it. Correct. That matters a lot. Like my parents swear, but still it would feel weird if I was dating somebody who swore around them because I feel like that would make a bad impression. Yeah, I, I mean, I also think even within that, it kind of depends. Like, neither of my parents are going to care if, like, I've been seeing a guy and I bring him home and he drops something and he's like, oh, damn it. Like, you know. Yeah, but what, like, an F-bomb? That's a bit much. Yeah. Although, frankly, every time my dad, like, pr- tries to give me grief for swearing, I remind him that he accidentally taught me the F-word when I was, like, five. I mean, he was uh, working on something in my Grammy's garage, and he hit his ham- his thumb with a hammer, which, like, valid response. <laughs> but I do, f- anytime he tries to be like, language, I'm like, listen. Valid response, but you still did that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think my parents would actually judge a person, but it's just, I don't know, it just feels wrong somehow. Yeah. I will occasionally lightly swear in front of them like I'm testing the waters even though I'm 36. <laughs> and they used to every once in a while at least like jokingly be, like, you know, scold me. But I think they've kind of given up now, but it still feels weird. Like, I, I don't know. See, for me, it's it differ- It varies with my parents because my parents are separated. When I'm with like my mom and my sisters, like we swear like there's no tomorrow. Like that's I love all that for is. you. But when it's like my dad, I really don't unless I'm like really emphasizing a point and it doesn't happen often. Like he's heard me swear, but very rarely. Um, so I more hold that back. It's funny. My mom, like special occasions. It's my mom's kind of weird about it sometimes. Cause like, sometimes I'll like, you know, I drop something and I'll like, you know, say what, say whatever. And she'll be like, oh, Bridget. But then other times, like she drops something, she's like, oh, fuck. I'm like, Kathy. Double standard. Yeah, it's weird how that seems to, like, never go away, though. Like, I think I'll be, you know, 20 years from now still afraid to swear in front of my parents. 
Yeah. Not afraid, but like hesitant, yeah. I guess. Yeah, no. Fun things about being an adult, but still technically someone's child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it it's basically going to this point of whether or not they, you know, the swearing makes them attractive. Mm-hmm. In general, I feel like there is something to it regarding knowing how to read a room yeah. and know when it's appropriate to swear. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I think a person, even if they're otherwise, like, very attractive and the swearing, like, enhances that, if they don't, if they're not, like, aware enough of their situation to know when that's oh, not yeah, appropriate. Oh, yeah, no, that Im- immediately done. Yeah. Yeah, that will just, like, tank their attractiveness. Correct. Yeah, so and I again, I'm just, special. like, the person I'm thinking of in all, every single one of these circumstances is Luke Spiller. I am trash. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I guess I'm just envisioning, like, a generic potential person to date, is what's in my head. Valid. Generic, uh, like the generic red flag person from, uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a fun discussion. It was very fun. Good yeah, stuff. I actually started to listen to it a little bit the other day, and it's like, it just weirds me out hearing myself, and I'm like, okay, I got it. It weirds me out, too, because one, every time I... Because, like, I have to listen to them to see, like, where I need to edit, like, if I need to edit things in, like, actually on the video file. So, like, where I need to do that, I need to make sure I didn't miss any links to, like, put in the description where we talk about something. So I, like, listen to every single episode, and the whole time I'm just like, mm, I hate it. It feels so strange. It does. Yeah. And every time I, like, look at the video file when I'm editing it, I can always see that I spent 90% of the episode, like, looking at the viewfinder on my other screen to make sure that I'm still in frame, even though I know I have the frame set up so that I can't leave it. But I'm still just like, what if I'm out of frame? So the whole time I'm like editing or like doing any kind of video or sound editing, I'm just like, look away. But I can't because I need to see and hear things. Yeah, like I think I've said before, I I pretty much always, like, not always, very often forget that we're actually doing a podcast and we're being recorded. Good. That's what we that's what we want. Like, it's more fun that way. And I'll sometimes later remember things that we talked about and be like, wait, so was that actually part of the podcast that was recorded or something we were chatting about before or after? And I honestly don't remember. It does start to blur together after a while, but it's fine. <laughs> anyway, swearing. Yeah, actually I was gonna move on. Yeah. Okay. You I, added this it. question. And I need to know where on earth you found it, first of all. I was randomly looking and I thought, this is such a stupid question. Like, it's ridiculous. Would you like to share? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm going to read it, um, like, verbatim. Because this is, I just copied and pasted it. This is not my wording. Have at it. Um, It's another question about attractiveness. So a fun little theme for us. Yeah. Will bracelets make you look more attractive or not? No. What? That's <laughs> so open-ended. It's... That is not the most, like, <laughs> vague and not specific and random thing. I don't think... 
such a small piece of jewelry far away from like your face which is generally what most people are focusing on when talking about attractiveness is gonna change anything one way or the other what oh, if somebody has me. a fetish okay well i mean mm. it probably <laughs> does exist just go like right for the rest <laughs> just with the amount of people that are on this planet gonna guess it's out there It's, it's a dumb question, obviously, it's but at the same time, like, like, it really made me kind of think, though, because, like, bracelets are one of those things I just don't really think about. Yeah, no, I, like, you hardly know? ever wear, and I hardly ever wear anything other than my, like, Fitbit anyway, which, like, I'm really not counting on this to give me points one way or the other. It's a Fitbit. Yeah, yeah my smartwatch is on the charger right now, so I feel, like, a little yeah. bit naked, but... I mean, I don't really wear bracelets, so I don't really think about it, and I don't really notice other people wearing bracelets. Yeah, that's not something I really notice. Like, I've, if someone's wearing jewelry, the things I'm going to notice are probably, like, earrings and, like, necklaces. Yeah, because why would you look at people's wrists? Like, why is that your first... Oh, that's a really weird exactly. one. Maybe if you want to... That is where cologne goes, right? Like, you can, uh, yeah, like... Um, by the pulse. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't actually know that was the reason. Continue. Unless we yeah. are, unless you didn't have anything else to say. <laughs> you're supposed to put it right there and then behind your ears, like right, kind of right there, because when your blood pumps, it kind of... Huh. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. Well, now I know. I do that every morning. I spritz it on my wrist, do that, and then do that. Nice. Just like my mom taught me. Aw. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like the only jewelry that's giving people points in my book is again things framing the face because when i was in salem um last week i saw a guy wearing like a pearl necklace and i was like that's hot interesting yeah oh, seen it's kind of like that's the thing that's like taking off on tiktok i have some pearl necklaces yeah so specific <laughs> i know it is but again we've we've established that i i like pretty boys yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was very much here for that, and again, that's something I'm gonna notice way more than if a guy has, like, you know, like, a silver bracelet on or whatever. Well, I noticed that Zach usually had those, like, silicone ones on, but, um, but that's also because he usually has his wrist like that, but, you know, like... Yeah. yeah. But other than that... Yeah, I don't think it makes you, like, look different either one way or the other. Well, like, but I feel like I, I almost do notice it more because it doesn't seem super common. I mean, like, if someone has a ton of bangles on, yeah, I'm gonna notice it. The secretary of our department wears a ton of bracelets. Noreen Mazarowski, love her. <laughs> she is an amazing human. We but, stand like, she, Noreen. But she often wears, like, you know, multiples on both wrists and they clang when she moves her arms and I just don't understand how that's comfortable. Like, that would drive me insane. Yeah, no. But, Although, you know, I kind of get how people have, like, their own little jewelry things that they're fine with. Because I don't like wearing bracelets, but I'm sure, like, I wear dangly earrings all the time when I'm not, like, wearing headphones for the podcast. And I'm sure that drives some people nuts. But I'm fine feeling them, like, hitting into the sides of my face, like, at random <laughs> points during the day. <laughs> as long as they're not super heavy. I've gotten a few pairs where I'm like, this is heavier than it should be, and this is uncomfortable, but, yeah. Apparently there's a random thought. There's a type of, like, earring back 
that like really helps stabilize it so it's so like really like stuff that has like a lot of like jewels and stuff mm. not as heavy thing to consider mm. anyway getting sidetracked because i love dangly earrings <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know it's necessarily attractive, but, like, definitely when I notice people wearing bracelets, it really makes me think about it. Like, what what draws people to that? How is it comfortable? Yeah, I usually it? don't wear them a lot, because before, like, on the occasions when I would wear them, like, I have some of the, like, Alex and Ani bracelets that have, like, the little charm on them or whatever, and they're nice. But, like, whenever I would wear them, I would wear them on uh, my left wrist, because... I'm right-handed, and when I most of the time when I was wearing them, I was in, like, high school, and I would have to be, like, writing all day, but now I, like, don't want to wear them because it conflicts with the Fitbit. There's already something happening over here. There could be one thing happening. <laughs> I always feel like bracelets are kind of, like, they're extra- because, again, people aren't really looking at that part of your... Yeah, I mean, if I notice that someone has, like, a really nice outfit put together with, like, yeah. matching jewelry, like, matching, like, necklace, earrings, bracelet, I'm like, that's nice. Like, good yeah. on you, friend. Very well that's coordinated. Awesome. And it also suggests to me that they're doing it more for themselves, you know? Yeah. Than with other people. Yeah, this is more of just, like, like, this is for me. This isn't to get style mm -hmm. points. And I mean, yeah. things you do for yourself can definitely, like, still be earning you points in someone else's book, yeah. just sure. depending on what the person yeah. likes, but... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but this I is just feel such an odd question. I feel like bracelets are more, like, personal thing that's more for about, like, just for you mm -hmm. than something like earrings or a necklace would be. Yeah, and I don't know, or and I mean, right? like, maybe if someone does just find a ton of jewelry attractive in general, like, maybe... But, yeah, I don't know. I, this is such a dumb question. We spent minutes of our lives talking about this. This is the whole point. <laughs> Was the question asked by somebody who owns a jewelry shop? Or a jewelry line? <laughs> well, you think that they would have been like, yes, they do. Correct. You know? Um... <laughs> It was actually some site where they just had, like, a list of, like, stupid questions for debate. And most of them were pretty standard, you know? Like, probably ones that are already on the list or that have already been addressed. Mm -hmm. But that one I was one I had not seen anywhere. And I thought, what? <laughs> where did this come from? Right? Like, was this just, like, one person's idea where this would be fun to talk about? Or did people have an actual debate about this? And if so, wh why? I feel like the case where people have had an actual debate about this, it was probably a bunch of girls after a night at the club. Sounds about yeah. right. Because there are some... <laughs> Brooks, have you ever watched that video where it's like, it's just Jenna Marbles showing everyone her favorite TikToks and one of them is like these girls fighting after a wine tasting and the girl who's recording like can't keep a grip on her wine glass and it just spills everywhere? Yeah, and you can t I and I think I think Julian says it in the video. You can tell that they're arguing about nothing, just nothing. But they're so yeah. invested. I know the video you mean. I think we watched that one here once. Yeah, no, and I will I will link that video and put the timestamp for the specific TikTok that I'm talking about. But yeah, 
We've all been there. <laughs> I'm saying it was a choice. Yes. <laughs> yep. Where's my like... choice? Knocks over wine glass. Oh, man. All been there. Yeah, I mean, this one I have, like, I, most of these I can talk endlessly about, but I really got nothing much. I mean, I can always make stuff up, but nothing worth anybody hearing. Not that anything I've already said on this topic was. You know who <laughs> might find bracelets attractive would be some sort of con artist or thief who was looking to steal fine jewelry. If you had a nice tennis bracelet, then he would find you attractive. That's fun. <laughs> this is very true, but only attractive or... in the sense of to steal from. Yes. Well, but but attractive mark. But like yeah. what you're wearing on your wrists means a lot. Like if you're somebody who's into fitness, then looking at Sarah's or Bridges or my wrists might tell you that hey, maybe they keep track of like their physical activity throughout the day. That can be an indicator. So like it can play to different groups. Yeah. To be sure. I love my Fitbit. Uh, it bullies yeah. me into exercising because I don't want to disappoint my little wrist robot. Yep. Amazing. All mm -hmm. I need. Very. All I need is a box to, like, check off, and suddenly any task becomes so much more appealing. Just because <laughs> I get to say that I have done the task. Gamification. Literally, I was I messaged the two of you literally yesterday morning. I was like, it is amazing how much I can get done before 11 a.m. if it means that the rest of the day is just gonna be uninterrupted, guilt-free video game time. And it was, and it was, and it was fantastic. I think I played Elder Scrolls for like five hours yesterday. And that's what I'm gonna be doing once we're finished recording tonight, because I am once again addicted to Skyrim. That's been out for a while, right? Oh, it's been out for like 10 years. It is yeah. still a good game, yeah. though. I, I was just excited that I knew a thing about video games. Yo, me too. The most I could ever relate to that, like I was in high school, and it was like the arrow to the knee thing. Yeah. And that used to be a thing for a while. I used to be an adventurer like you. <laughs> and it took an arrow to the knee. Again, a very memeable game, because there's definitely like some cringe lines and some pretty annoying npcs but god it's so fun i, I have it. literally never played it once as bridget could tell from the one time we played a video game together i'm not good at them i showed her a game and then like, oh you showed the me team fortress she, yeah and the next game she was better than me like <laughs> thank you i think that was the only time i've been even slightly proficient in a multiplayer game setting which felt good i'm not gonna lie as a person who who just plays a lot of RPGs felt good to be like publicly competent. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna follow you around. <laughs> okay, I can, I will try not to like steer the talk into video games because then I'll just be the only one speaking. Yeah. Oh man, that reminds me, we should all just talk about running because now we have three. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I have, I have yet to play support role. In... <laughs> go for it oh no just just you know messing with you 
Well, I mean, I'm sure it's going to happen at some point, because again, I haven't been support person in an episode yet. We'll get there. We will get there. It'll happen organically. Okay, I like that. It can happen extra organically if you two, like, conspire in the document without me. It could. <laughs> Kevin? Corbin questions. Just, like, just pick an episode that's, like, you know, weeks from now, so you're not looking that far yet, and just insert, like, three or four running-related questions. I was actually curious. I was, like, like... Were, was there such a thing as running hot takes? And so I, like, Googled running hot takes. And it was just, like, hot takes that keep, like, reappearing throughout throughout oh. the time. Just, like, running hot takes. I was like, no, 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 like, hot takes about running. Interesting. I feel like there has to I be some be, combination of words you could find. There has to be somewhere. To find actual hot, hot mm-hmm. takes. Oh, by the, speaking of hot takes, by the time this episode is airing, we will have officially entered No Nuance November. Oh, you just say your hot takes without explanation, and that's oh. it. That's a new one for me. Yeah, that kind of was one of those, because you just said a thing and then didn't provide context. <laughs> I do my best. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that just started on, like, TikTok last year or something. Oh, with the kids, I see. The youths. <laughs> yeah, the youths. This of which I am one. You're on TikTok. That counts. I am on the Tiki Talk. That's what I call them too. Is how do you do, fellow kids? Yep. I, when I was living in New York and I like had a house, I like went outside one day and there were kids on my lawn, (laughs) and I was like, "Get off my lawn!" (laughs) And then I was like, "Oh no!" Official old man status. Like, such a joke when you're younger, but then when you get a little yeah. older, I get it. I, yeah. Okay, here's I the thing. Like Finding kids annoying does not make you old. Kids are annoying. But caring about the lawn, I think, is an older... Yeah. Okay, yeah, the lawn is an old person thing. I will give you that. But, um, children in public spaces. Less of those, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's my, there's my uh, hot take for no nuance November. Children under six should be allowed in fewer public spaces, and dogs should be allowed in way more. Mm. And cats on leashes. Do you think either of your cats would accept a leash? No. (laughs) (laughs) Generally normalize more pets in public places. Because eventually when I move out of this place and I can legally have reptiles... I'm gonna take get a beardy, and I'm gonna take my beardy everywhere with me on a leash. Yes. Oh my god, you should get one of the beardy leashes that has like little wings, so they look like an actual dragon. A dragon. Yes. Oh my god, I'm totally gonna <laughs> hang out at your it. house all the time when you have a beardy. It's gonna be great. I forget, I forget the name of the morph that I want, but it's bright red, so it'll be like a bright red. Oh, you sent me pictures of that. That looks sick. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm the one who like inducted her into the cult of reptile ownership. That was my picture, doing. Picture me in the future walking down the street with a red lizard. <laughs> just... I love it. My dream. It's my dream. I already have one. Ill- I shouldn't even say this in a public forum. I already have one illegal. I don't think. I don't think anyone who 
matters in this context is watching watching this podcast. It's fine. I doubt it, but it just feels wrong to say. No one's supposed to know. Whatever. It's fine. I didn't do it on purpose. I did not know he was not allowed when I got him. <laughs> That's important to point out. This is true. This is very true. How did you find out that he wasn't allowed? Um, because when I adopted my current cats last February, they sent over a copy of the pet policy just to have me fill out the new cat's information. And yeah. I had to skim it, you know, and didn't need to read it. I was like, I already signed this. It's just to provide the, their names and stuff. And uh, I, I was like, I'll skim it anyway. And there's a section that says, like, no reptiles with the exception of turtles, I believe is what it says. I just know turtles. Yeah. Because turtles are less threatening. <laughs> well, I mean, people are always are like... one of my favorite animals, so I dig it, but... I've never heard of people being weird about of... turtles. I have heard of people being weird about snakes and lizards, so, like, I guess. But also, stop being weird about reptiles. They're awesome pets. Yeah. I mean, technically, Harley is venomous. Technically. <laughs> so, I guess... Technically. He's also <laughs> a foot long and has a mouth, like, that big. He's like 14 inches now. Okay. <gasps> Big boy! <laughs> so proud. And he's literally never tried to bite a human in his life, so. Love that. Couldn't even hurry if you wanted to. Good to know. Love to see it. Yeah. Not that I was even afraid in the first place. I love him. Oh, yeah, he's terrifying. Sweet boy. Such a sweet boy. Miss him. He's a delight. We love him. Anyway, um. Now that we've veered off into snakes. That's pretty common. Yeah, more content that only the two of us can contribute to. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so I found this thing, um, I found a screenshot of this Tumblr post on Reddit, because Tumblr itself is a hell site, and I don't want to be there anymore. <laughs> so here's, here's the post. Um... Post by this account, Linguistics, y'all. Fun name. Um, where does your tongue stay when you're not speaking? If you're an English speaker, it's behind the top front teeth. If you're a Russian speaker, it's on the bottom of your mouth lying flat. And then there's comments about, like, I just con consciously checked and tried to make it lay flat, but no, it's seriously at the top of my mouth. I don't like this. But why? You can't give info like that and not give a why. And I want to discuss, as uh, non-linguists, as lay people... Why do we think this is? Well, first, do we think it's true? I'm pretty sure my tongue stays at the bottom. Yeah, I mine's have, behind I the top front teeth. Well, I mean, Bridget, you're the only one that speaks both Russian and English, I'm pretty sure, so... I have a theory. Equipped. I have a theory. Assuming that this is true, which I'm going to assume otherwise it's not going to be fun to talk about <laughs> um most of the sounds that make up the english language involve your tongue coming into contact with the roof uh oh we had a little video cut out there it's fine <laughs> um but most of the sounds that make up the english language involve your tongue coming into contact with either the roof of your mouth or your teeth and then in Russian, like, there's a, definitely a lot of hard consonant sounds, but there's quite a few more vowel sounds that kind of... 
I don't know the like proper order of vowels in the Russian alphabet the way that we are kind of instinctually trained to say like A-E-I-O-U. But I don't know that. Embarrassing myself a little bit here. Um But yeah, no, like just a lot more like really open vowel sounds in Russian. So I don't know, that's that's part of it. And also there's one really weird vowel sound. It's not an I, it's not an E. The only way I can describe it is like it's a sound that one might make when you see something that disappoints or you're like kind of over it. And can you use it in a word? I I'm trying to think of a good um so this is the Russian word for first. Uh the one I'm talking about is at the is in the second syllable. It's bedovly. It's the e. Oh, she's ugly. Oh, she's ugly. <laughs> so yeah, in um yeah, just a lot of Russian vowel sounds kind of, like, come from further back in your mouth than things do in English, I guess, is the best way I could describe it. Hmm. I briefly- t I took one linguistics class as part of a- not even linguistics, it was, like, anthropology with, like, the smallest side of language thrown in because we were talking about cultural anthropology or something. But there was this cool chart that, like, it's, like, six different boxes. It's two by three. And, um... God, how do I describe this? It's essentially, like, where along your, like, mouth and vocal cords different sounds come from. And how it, like, changes in different languages. So, like, for, um... Spanish speakers, native Spanish speakers and native English speakers, like, the E sound comes from, like, different places, like, in your mouth and vocal cords. Cool stuff. Um, so that's essentially what I'm, like, where I'm basing everything. Just, like, the way you make sounds in English versus in Russian. So would Arabic and Hebrew speakers have the same thing where their tongue would rest on the bottom since they have Quite the guttural? possibly. I feel as though that would probably be the same. And maybe even to like, and like maybe it's even like slightly different because there's kind, there's um, it looks like an X, but in Russian it's like a, a really hard H. Like in English they kind of write it out as a KH. So like, um... Russian word for bread, chleb. It's not quite as, like, far in the back of your throat as, like, um, similar sounds I've heard in, like, um, Hebrew and Arabic, but it's similar. The Welsh don't believe in vowels, so no, I No, they don't, and, um, <laughs> the Polish barely do either. Yeah, yeah. So you would assume, based on that theory, that they're bottom-of-the-mouth people. Oh, right, top of the mouth, people, sorry. Yeah, that's actually what makes the most sense to me. Like, what, yeah, I feel like it's all based on, like, what kind of sounds you have to make. Because, again, in, like, in Polish, it's so many, like, it's so many consonants. Actually, I watched this cool video once about this guy. He was, um, he's, like, a vocal coach for Hollywood. And one of the things he was doing in this video was he was, like, breaking down, like, 
how did this person, like, how well did this actor do at portraying this exact person's accent? And there's a word for it. It's like, there's some kind of word for, like, the exact accent that a single person has. Can't remember it. And I'm, I watched this video a while ago. I feel like I'm gonna sound like I'm just making stuff up. I swear I'm not. I will link all of this stuff. But he was talking about, um, I think the movie was The Social Network. And he was talking about how Kate Winslet was playing, um, this woman who was, like, um, uh, native Polish speaker speaking English. And he said her accent was really, really good, but the thing that gave her away was that her jaw moved too much. Because apparent, um, Kate Winslet, the, uh, started in theater, so, like, you know, trained to kind of keep things very open, very projected. But if you are a native Polish speaker, because there's so many consonants, you really don't need to move your jaw all that much, like, when you say words. So, like, that was the thing that, like, gave her away as not a native Polish speaker, even though she was doing a very, like, convincing job of, the of like, uh, performing the accent. Interesting. Cool thing. <laughs> Seems vaguely relevant. <laughs> I feel like this is one of the most intellectual arguments Especially coming on the heels of a discussion about whether uh, bracelets make you attractive, this is, uh, this is something. You know, we gotta we gotta show the people our range. Yeah, and I mean, technically, well, we reference we were referencing some actual research last episode, so I think we we're doing quite good. True. Yeah, we do get a good uh, spectrum of. I dig it. Yeah. Stuff. So now that I've um, ranted, does anyone else have any thoughts that they would like to share on that? I know I do have the advantage of being the person that speaks Russian and English. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
Yeah, it just bothers me that um, there's not any sort of like citation. Like, is this just a an observation that they have made themselves based on just talking to people, like anecdotal, or is there actual research on this? What? Yeah, I don't actually, know, actually, I will scroll. Please continue. What I would love, I would love to talk with somebody who moved from a country like um, Saudi Arabia or Iran or Russia. Um, to a place like Spain or the States where the the language that they primarily be using changes like how your mouth works and hear how how digested for that. Oh yeah, I should talk to my old Russian professor. Because she's like, she's been in the US for a really long time and like speaks English. Hey, like... have you been? Where is your tongue? Yeah, right? <laughs> Super weird question. Would definitely send the image for context. <laughs> <laughs> but again, just interesting to think about, like, if you spoke both languages fluently, like, what difference would it make if it makes one? Because yeah. I most certainly don't speak Russian fluently. I can vaguely sort of get by sometimes. See, of course, when I read this and first thought about it, I mean, the first thing you automatically do is close your mouth and think about where your tongue is, right? And I don't know if this is just a me thing but I don't have a choice. Like when my mouth is fully closed, my tongue has nowhere to go. It is clamped in. Apparently like that's part of it though. Like you don't have a choice based on the way that like the muscle develops as you're like learning to speak. Because like, there, you know, there are some like how in some languages there are sounds where it's like, if you don't learn to like make this particular sound when you're like young, you, you like pretty much have no chance like the german word for i think it's like squirrel or something imp almost pretty much impossible for non-native speakers to pronounce i like cannot even attempt it because my like mouth simply will not so like things like that but i mean like it is both on the bottom of my mouth and touching the back of my teeth because it's like there's <laughs> there's no one or the other see my tongue is like glued to the top of to like the roof of my mouth yeah same like that's where it rests which is weird because it's like fighting gravity but that's the, I, I, I feel like that's what it's talking about like it feels yeah. like it is fi like if for native like since we're all native english speakers kind of anecdotally providing evidence for this like because almost all the sounds that we have to make involve pushing your tongue against either your teeth or the roof of your mouth the like muscle develops in such a way that like your resting position is going to defy kind of defy gravity like I literally have to think about it and consciously push my tongue down. Yeah, to and it's and I don't like it. It's it is, weird. It, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, and again, do we know what we're talking about here? No, but that's why I put it on here because I thought it would be fun to talk about as people who don't know why. I do have extra bone in the bottom of my mouth, so that might be why. I'm um... sorry. What? <laughs> Uh, I forget, there's like a, a medical term for it, but it's from grinding my teeth. Like, if you mm -hmm. grind your teeth over a long period of time, you actually build up, like, extra bone along the, like, inside of the bottom of your mouth. I grind my teeth. It's pretty weird looking. I mean, it's, um, it's in pretty extreme cases. Okay. Yes, that um, it went unnoticed for so long before I finally got a night guard, like, six years ago. Uh, but by then, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. Too much bone disease. Like, 
yeah, if it gets like really extreme, they actually have to do like surgery and chip bone out of your mouth. Mine's not that bad, but yeah, it's insane. Uh, Don't like that. But it, yeah. I mean, you can actually see it. I'm not going to show people right now, but you can, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's very unfortunate when I have to get x-rays because those little bite wings they put in your mouth, they're Ooh. not designed for people. Ouch. Yeah. Those are already uncomfortable. Yeah. And as a as a person who had braces, dealt with a fair amount of those. Yeah. Yeah. So it might just be a me thing. You know, people with a similar whatever the the name of it, I can't remember. It has a an official name. Hmm. I'm sure all of the random linguistic things I'm saying definitely have some official name. Oh yeah. But I don't know them. This would have been a good question for Stephanie now that I think about it, but I don't know if she's that yeah. type of linguist. She gets all the language-related questions. She does. <laughs> I lo I absolutely love that, like, proverb she told us about, like, reading Mandarin. It's like, start from one side, and if you can't start from one side, start from the middle. It's like, well, yeah, you're gonna have to start somewhere. <laughs> makes it sounds so fun reading mandarin like i don't know we just kind of like you know guess and yeah you know it's probably fine massive massive props to anyone who is not a native speaker that chooses to learn mandarin wow that's a lot mm -hmm. very impressive um anyway okay we've been going for like not quite an hour i think we can do more stuff even though i don't have anything scheduled oh. or anything written down does anyone just have a thing they would like to say it doesn't even necessarily have to be a question just a topic should we circle back to hot running takes do we have any we said it would be organic this seems like have at it friends <laughs> i mean controversial stances on running perhaps it's so bad i'll see Habits. I'll say this, I I love to run, but I, I've never been, like, involved with, like, a community in any extensive sense, so I don't know how, just how hot my takes are, or if I offered them and then everyone was like, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm very preface to saying I'm not offering any hot takes. <laughs> I mean, I don't hmm. think we have enough listeners that people are gonna come after you in the comments i okay so i'll say this i dislike running downhill just as much as i do running uphill i think there's actually support for that i ran yeah. cross for a whole year in college one whole season and but the coach was really talented he's actually been within a few minutes of the boston qualifying for the olympic trial really so he's done Boston a couple times, including when the, the bombing was that day. But he said the oh hardest God. part would be the downhills. It wasn't like heartbreak hill, the uphill. It was like the downhill. Because they're hard on the shins. Yeah. Yeah. He, like my, my perfect running like slant, like it can be downhill, but it has to be like single digit degrees. Like once <laughs> it's over, like like so subtle, I don't even notice it. That's That's okay. That might even be better. But like like downhill downhill no absolutely not i'm most afraid i'm gonna like fall on my face go tumble yeah i mean you already <laughs> have so much momentum going yeah 
<laughs> I, I just ran a, a race last month where like I'd never even been near the where the route was or anything, so I knew nothing about it. I don't like to look at the map in advance, it makes it more fun, you know? And there was a hill that was like Oh no. Oh, God. I was convinced I was gonna bite it and just like I could just see my broken face. Oh no. <laughs> you know, it's the kind of hill like where your feet just feel like they're slapping. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was terrifying. Like, why do people want this? <laughs> I have heard that the Roanoke Marathon here in Virginia is the hardest marathon in the country. There's like four miles that are flat. Everything else is either uphill or down. Like, it's so hilly. Like... Hate hills. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Like, like, where I live it just is all hills. Like, I'm either... If I'm running, I'm either on the nature trail behind me. That's the other thing. My my dislike of hills sort of falls away when it's like a hiking trail, because then it kind of like you're almost expecting it, and I'm a little more okay with it. But unless it's a hiking trail, I'm driving to Washington and running on the mall. That's about as flat as you're gonna get. Um, and yeah, yeah, I. <laughs> I feel like it depends on the context because I was running out of part here. It was a few years ago and it was a trail I'd never been on and I'm just running and it, everything looks normal. It's, you know, maybe like this steep. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like this dead drop off, like literally, <laughs> like, I'm glad I saw it the last second and stopped. And I was like, how could anyone possibly run down this thing? You'd have to like yeah. jump, you know? And then a group of what I'm assuming were like high school cross country runners, like a bunch of guys, just went and ran up it like it was nothing. And I'm like, how? And then I just felt, no. Yeah, I don't know how they defied gravity like that. It was amazing. That's so terrifying. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this Do you guys do anything to get yourselves like hyped up before a run, or do you just open the door and go? I just do a lot of speed and coke. I <laughs> <laughs> did it. Oh, you heard it here, folks. Time. <laughs> I prefer to interpret that as speed and Coca-Cola because I feel like those would be a really, uh, you know, yeah. quite a combo. Yeah. Sounds like it would probably upset your stomach. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I've never seen Coke. I just think like putting Pop Rocks and Coca-Cola or something. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a way to, um, you know, get yourself energized too. Have some Pop Rocks and Coke and then chug it. And then you set the bathroom five miles away. <laughs> <I'm> like go. <"Yo." laughs> no, I don't think I do really to get. No, no. Okay. Do you I... listen to music or no? Physically cannot used to. ride my bike unless I'm listening used to something. To. I used to until I moved to my current location last January, and. I don't know why I just decided to go out, I guess, exploring without headphones to kind of have better situational awareness. Hmm. And then COVID happened. So I was like, oh, I need extra situational awareness as people. And now I just really like it. I'm like, it's kind of nice to just be hmm. my own little world. Interesting. <laughs> there are too many worms up here for me to want to be alone with my thoughts in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so constant well, constant noise i cannot even do a like a five minute drive without having music on and i always need to have something on when i am that's my cardio my cardio slash legs is cycling so i can at least relate in the sense of cardio that involves your legs 
So fair. Yeah, no. There, there needs to be noise. And also, every time I'm on a bike trail and I'm going downhill, I'm like, this is fun now, but I'm gonna have to go back the other way. <laughs> But also, it's kind of nice when I'm going up a hill and I'm like, Jesus, this sucks. I'm like, wait, it'll be really fun the way back. My controversial. Oh, good. No, I was just agreeing. I feel the same way. I'm like, oh, this is fun. Like, oh, that means I have to go back up it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my uh, my controvers controversial running opinion is that, I mean, I like running outside, but I prefer treadmills. Oh, no. Same. Unpopular. Sarah secretly oh, no. a serial killer. <laughs> I just hate running. So I prefer treadmills. But like I have a treadmill in the basement and I have like a 42 inch TV on the wall. And so I can just like run forever and watch binge watch Netflix while I run. And so and then when I do want to do like hill workouts, I just set the like you know, the incline and you know adjust it as needed and so I don't have these unpredictable hills. Same thing if when I want to do speed intervals, I just push a button to speed up and slow down. It's very consistent. I don't have to go outside and get hot and sweaty and get my shoes dirty. I don't have to worry about allergens in the air or random annoying people stopping at intersections for traffic. <laughs> See, I have going anywhere. a like one of those bike trainer stands in my basement. And I love like I love riding outside. It's awesome, but I gotta say it gives me so much less of an excuse if I don't have to, like, get my bike out of the shed and, like, you know, do a bunch of stuff beforehand if I can just put my workout clothes on and go down to the basement and have no excuse whatsoever. I am much... What the hell is calling me? Oh, we love robocalls. Um... <laughs> is it your car's extended warranty? No, it's just something that says spam risk. Um... But yeah, no, I like it gives me so much less of an excuse to be like, well, I guess I can't ride today, you know, too much prep work or like, you know, the weather doesn't look so great. But I, I do love, I love riding outside. It is nice. But again, not having the excuse makes me much more consistent. I have my rower for indoor anything. Happy nice. with that. But I could never keep the time or pace that I keep outside on a treadmill. I would literally go insane. I, like, last, so last week I ran, I, I ran like seven miles. It was like just under an hour. Like, it, it, like, it was a good run for me personally. I was just, everything felt right. Um, but if somebody was like, hey, hop on this treadmill for an hour and set it on seven miles an hour and just stick with it, I would, I would not be, like, I would just lose my mind having to do that in the same place over and I over I do again. always seem to go longer distances when I'm actually like out like outside riding cause like I'll start like you know I'll start a trail and everything will be like nice and picturesque and whatever and I'll have like I'll have my fun tunes going and I won't even intend to go that far but then I'll just be like oh I'm 15 miles from my house just cause like I got things distracting me from the fact that I'm doing exercise, even though cycling is exercising I enjoy. I definitely run faster outside. I don't know yeah. what it is. I try to set the treadmill for the same speed I run when I'm outdoors. It yeah. feels insanely fast, and I don't know how that's true. Right? No, it, it really does. 
Like, mathematically, I know I'm running this speed, but on a uh, treadmill, you can't do it. Yeah, it's like, I can't, I can't even keep it up for, like, five minutes. I'm like, how? I'm running faster than sometimes. It's like, I don't know how. It makes that, no sense. That makes me feel better about your treadmill habit. That it's not just, like... Yeah, no, and plus, I, um, I tend to get up at 5 a.m. to work out, so it's still dark, and I can't run outside in the dark okay, and finally up by myself that's fair i have also never run on a treadmill with a tv in front of me Ooh, yeah i would be curious if i had a show i was really into if that would take away because my thing is i usually need like when it comes to exercise like two external sources of like stimulation and usually when i'm running it's like the changing scenery and getting to look at the buildings around me and the music um and so like if if i go running without music I, I only have one and then i get lost in my thoughts and if i'm on a treadmill with music i'm not seeing new things but like a show or a movie would kind of cover both bases mm -hmm. so i would be it that would be interesting i think it's gonna be a long time before i have the space for a treadmill and a tv like all <laughs> in the same room but but it's a goal for you yeah. What I can do that's actually nice is I can roll my rower out to the living room, set that in front of the TV. Um, Not bad. No, it is very nice. It barely fits. It's like... Valid. Like, I'm right on top of it. Yeah, one of my, like, hacks for myself when I was still at Geneseo and had, like, access to the gym there is that I would, like, pick a show and, like, watch it on my phone, like, with headphones while I was at the gym, and I would only ever watch it at the gym, and I'd be like, well... Ooh. Yes, I gotta go to the gym if I want to watch the next episode. That's what I do. I have a show that I only watch in my because I have a bike and stuff downstairs. I call it my my little home gym with my TV down there. I love it. I just pick a show and that's all I watch. I've been watching The Sopranos because I never watched that when it was on, so I only watch it when I'm down there. And I'll often leave off in the middle of an episode because when I'm done with my workout, I'm done with my workout, and so I'll stop it, you know. And so then that's my incentive to. I dig it. Like, yeah. No. Oh, I bet. That is definitely a, very, a thing that um, worked for me, and I think that's a thing I'm definitely going to stick with. Because, like, I can't, there's really no way for me to, like, watch something on my phone while I'm on my bike. You can't, it's just not safe. I mean, yeah. that, but, like, while I'm on, like, my stand, like, you know, if I'm just, like, in my basement, there's really no good place to, like, put it, even if I am, like, stationary and not, like, needing to actually navigate. Yeah. But, like, that's one of my things, like, I would like to have you know either just a corner where like i you know in like a living room or whatever like a corner where i could stick my bike on the stand when it's like winter and i'm not riding outside and i could just like you know drag it in front of the tv enjoy something push it back off to the side or like you know just some little extra room where i put boxes and also my bike and can have a tv that'd be nice or you can get, like, uh, it's not quite the same thing i have this under desk bike here that like folds up I love Which that. Is... My room is already so cramped, though. I thought about taking it downstairs and just pedaling, like, when I'm benching TV, so I'll just pedal and then, like, knit and watch TV at the same time. That's not really a bad idea, done. honestly. Yeah, so I'm burning calories, but because I'm using both my hands to knit and then my feet to pedal. Hell yeah. But I'm <laughs> so, I am curious, is, is your preference for the treadmill, like, like if you could have your perfect outdoors, if if you had like a perfect trail that was right outside your house and the lighting was fine and all of that, 
would you still prefer the treadmill because you can immerse your brain in something that that holistically or at that point would you like i i, I i'm just curious like where the preference comes from it depends on the day okay i, I do love trail running the i guess the main problem that i have is bad asthma and allergies okay that's fair and, um, yeah and so i guess that, that's a big part of the problem because like i've only run outside twice this entire like year mm. and both times i spent the rest of the day like coughing and hacking as of my okay yeah yeah i mean so that's a big part of it so if we could remove that part of things and i got yeah. to run on my favorite trail and it was daylight and i wasn't worried about someone attacking me <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah, that's the fun and part yeah, about being on a bike. Yeah. I'm fast. Okay. Yeah, I um, I haven't been trail running much lately, but I used to like, mm. I'd go out and just start running and got my headphones in, and then it'd be like, all of a sudden, wait a minute, how long? I am six miles into the middle of the woods. Yep. I have no way to defend myself. <laughs> I am now terrified. Let me turn around and run even mm. faster. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's some motivation for you. Yeah. yeah. I did that way too many times. It was sort of making me nervous. That's no, that's very fair. Yeah. I okay. too people being attacked in the woods. Yeah. One too many Criminal Minds episodes. I just finished listening to a podcast oh, yeah. about backpacker murders where people were just like shooting hikers in the woods. Were you listening to the Australian yeah. serial killers episode? We are working our way through the same podcast. <laughs> Last podcast, baby. Oh, I have a pentagram on my sweatshirt. I know Henry Zabrowski would approve. But it's like, you know, listening to stuff like that, I know the odds of it happening aren't good, but you know, yeah. it just it's out a little bit. So there's that too. Yeah. The odds are even lower in, in, in your basement. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't stop me from, like, every single sound I hear. Like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> I do that to myself like quite frequently. Yeah. But there's something eerie about it. Yeah. I guess I would have different running locations based on the time of day I would go running and the time of year. Mm. I would have, I loved running around one of two lakes that were near me, but I could only do that, obviously, during daylight hours. So I had a backed up residential place near my old office. And now I have two options. One is a trail and one I can basically just run through the neighborhood, which is kind of fun. It's a somewhat touristy area. And then there are parks. So you kind of get some fun mix of people watching. That's cool. But you can tell by people's body language sometimes. Like there is this guy that just he had just accepted his fate. This girl was just going into him. And it wasn't even like an angry, like dynamic kind of like, can't do it. She was just so angry. She was calm. Was like, oh, so this is how it is, huh? That's it. <laughs> like, <"Ooh." laughs> I'm going to hang her up. Oh, I would have slowed down. 100%. I want to see the tweet. Yeah, there was this tweet. I was looking <laughs> through my... Looking through my yeah. Twitter bookmarks because I was looking for something that we referenced in the Halloween episode to link. And as I was scrolling through my Twitter likes, I saw this tweet by one, a person whose name, whose Twitter display name is F Thought Bitch Gerald. So, first of all, <laughs> nice. But yeah. 
her tweet was like in response to like somebody talking about like some sort of like celebrity gossip or whatever and her response was who i'm a slimy bitch give me the slop (laughs) oh my gosh and i've never related to something more in my life Because My I too am a slimy bitch. You definitely sent me that. Oh, I probably have. Like, yeah. I've shared a lot of my Twitter bookmarks with either of you. Yeah. But yes, you know, you know, sometimes tea that doesn't involve you personally, it's just really entertaining. Oh. You do miss out on that on the treadmill, but that's one of the reasons why running on the treadmill at the gym is a little... Because, so when I when I run on my treadmill here at home, I, I watch TV, but when I run on the treadmill at the gym, I just listen to podcasts, you know, nice. um, because that, that frees up my eyes to look around the gym. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's basic people watching. There's not a lot of drama like that, but, like, um, just recently, they installed basically sort of like a CrossFit, like, you know, functional training area at my gym. And the way that it's set up is that all the cardio equipment is on like a balcony that overlooks the rest of the gym, including the functional training area. <laughs> so you see people like throwing tires and stuff? Yeah, yeah, they got they got the big ass tires over there and they got the ropes, you know. Um, but what's most amusing is that they have these like big platform things um, that you can stack up to make different heights it is for jumping onto them and off of them again which is um okay, yeah, yeah. a good leg workout i do something similar with my trainer but yeah um but these are like w- these can get like really high oh some people are nuts it's really impressive oh no <laughs> did someone eat it <laughs> did they fall off the balcony because that would kind of be hilarious Oh, they would, they would be very horribly injured. I mean, it's high up. Um, but, like, yeah, they. I, saw, I watched this guy, like, you know, I'm just plodding along, listening to my podcast, and I'm watching this guy, like, gradually stack up every oh, single platform. Oh, and I'm, no. it, it was probably, like, this high, and I'm, like, almost chin height. Some people can do it, though. Like, I've seen it done. It's terrifying. I mean, yeah. But he this was, guy was, he was not so one of them. confident. He went, like, so far back to get a running start, and he just ran his little heart out and launched and just ran to the side. Oh, and I no, buddy. You know? Like, good on him for trying. I didn't mean to, like, mock him, you know? But he and he actually he tried a second time, and he barely made it. So he Perseverance. Yeah. Every time I see someone stacking up those platforms, I <laughs> looks over. Well, I got a different kind of show at the gym. I love that for you. That sounds very entertaining. Yeah, it's fun. Decent people watching. I dig it. It's public, but yeah. So there's different levels of interest on treadmills depending on what treadmill you're on a fire. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, the treadmill right at my house, um, you are staring at exposed brick and some spiders. I mean, the brick sounds nice. It's, like, kind of gross, though. It's a little moldy. Our basement, like, floods. (laughs) Wonderful. Yeah. It's it's not ideal. Which is why I'm disappointed that there's, like, when I'm on my, like, bike on the stand, that there's no really good place to, like, put 
my phone to watch something because I'm just staring at exposed insulation and spiders. Get yourself an old music stand. Yeah. That is not a bad idea. And if you have a tablet, that's better. I used to use a tablet before I had the TV. That is not a bad idea at all. I actually, um, I used to just stack up random things in a tower to sit my tablet on. I talked about this on an episode earlier. That's what I used to do with my camera until I got, like, an actual camera stand, which is wonderful. I don't know how I lived like that. Oh, my laptop is currently on a pile of magazines. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It happens to the best of us. Man, I feel like, uh, all of the running things that we've said have been pretty broad appeal and not very, like, esoteric. Yeah. Maybe there's one guy out there who, like, ties his shoelaces around his ankles. Oh, speaking of that, okay, I know I brought that up, like, the first time that I came on. So, I did some research. I think it was, like, that guy's first day or something, because... There is a tie for that for hiking boots, where you tie your laces around the back of your hiking boot. So it's not on your ankle, it's on, it's around the boot, and it's supposed to, like, anchor your, your ankle or something. And he must, because it was, like, one of those, like, running hiking stores, must have, like, somebody was like, hey, this is a cool tie. And he was like, must be universal. <laughs> and then I was like, this is on my ankle, sir. Yeah, sir. I feel like that would, like very quickly like give you blisters oh yeah i was like nope like the back of my ankle will be like raw and bloody if i run with like my laces tied around the back of it yeah um also how long are those laces i feel like none of my running shoes have laces long enough to do that and tell you it was it was um well like it, it it only like went around once or something i don't know it was a while ago but Weird. after we talked about it, it was bugging me, and I had to find it, and I found that it 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 is a legitimate way of tying shoes for like cardio work, just boots for hiking, not hmm. running. That was actually the first thing I thought about in mentioning running, like hot takes. Was like I'm a very devoted to um, the runner's loop as a lacing method. I know there's yeah. another different lace locks. Redo like a little. Yeah, it's really not a thing you can describe very well, and does not translate to an audio, primarily audio medium. No, I like I, I know exactly what you're talking about, but <laughs> it is not exactly like a two bunny ear sort of tie. Yeah, it's like I can go grab a pair of my shoes from the other. Yeah. Room. I have like that's a of running shoes. The two bunny ears, like that's a runner's loop, or whatever. Runners. Runners. I can't think about how to describe it. <laughs> no, it's um, it's not about how you actually tie the shoes. It's about how you put the laces through the holes in the shoes. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Interesting. And then how you feed the the laces through that. Sorry, my cat has climbed inside of my work messenger bag and is digging into it. You can you can <laughs> handle that if you need to. <laughs> Hold on, she's right here. <laughs> yes, Hold show on. us the baby. She likes to she likes to burrow in things. And I if you leave any open, she will burrow. She is very weird. 
Oh, uh, I thought you were grabbing her. I was like, show I me the child. Grabbing her too. Oh, I mean, you, she's still right there. Both of them are, are touching each other, actually, right now, right there. Show me the child. Hey, Luna. Luna, we've had a request. I'm going to be like, um, you know I don't like being picked up, man. Too bad. The people must see. Hello. Yeah, this little girl likes to um, dig into whatever she can dig into. So if she perceives something as being like an opening, she will get in there and just dig, dig, dig. Oh, so beautiful. She is very weird. She's curious. We love her. She, that was one of the first things I ever saw her do at the shelter was um, they have like these couches. They let the cats just roam around so you can meet them. And they have these covers on the couches so that they can easily take them off and wash them when they get all furry and stuff. Oh, sorry. Um, and she somehow got between the couch and the cover. Nice. And just burrowed right to the middle and uh, just laid there, took a nap. Just underneath the couch cover. Cave safe. <laughs> yeah, I got lots of pictures and videos of her burrowing under blankets on the couch and just being a lump on her blanket. We love it. <laughs> we love her. My... Yeah. My uh, my tattoo person, he has a black Maine Coon whose name is Vlad. Inc um, incredible. Mm -hmm. Everything about I that love sentence this cat was great. So much. Yeah, no, this cat like just falls asleep in the sink, and I love him so much. Good boy. I want a cat. I want a kitty. They are bizarre, bizarre creatures. I know. I love them. Yeah. Unique personalities. I've never met that uh, didn't have its own quirks. Like, you know, unique set of quirks. Shout out to my neighbor's cat that bit me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, he was, uh, I think he was very salty that uh, dad was on vacation and I was there providing food instead. So one time I like, you know, I went up to him, you know, put my hand out so he could, like, sniff it or whatever, and he, like, you know, sniffs my hand, starts rubbing up against it, decides that he doesn't like that he is touching me, and then bit me. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Material that way. I am sorry that I'm not dad. And I was salty that he didn't like me, because he's a very fat orange cat. Love an orange boy. Just, like, a, a wonderful, a wonderful fat boy. I wanted, I wanted to be able to just, like, lug him around like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> that was not the case. Deeply that disappointing. Was I was gonna get an orange cat, then I met Luna. I've told you this many times. I just want a big, fluffy, like, absolute unit of a cat that I can manhandle. Yep. <laughs> just, just a boy that likes being tossed around. That is not my cats. They are tiny and dainty. Uh, your cats are very tiny and dainty. No, I, I want an absolute unit of a feline. Um, I, I know that cat. His name is Norman. He is my brother's cat. Thick boy. <laughs> he is a giant orange blob, and he has grown up with small children his whole life, so he doesn't really care what people do to him. That's, that's what I need. Absolutely wonderful. Just a big... Big thick friend. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Love it. Norman is a boy. And I will call him Beef Stroganoff. 
Beep, beep. You got a black cat, you could like walk with him kind of sitting around your shoulders on Halloween. Yes. Just fully draped. Oh my god. Got one of those over there. The funny thing is that Voidy. Nyx is the size that she probably could comfortably sit on your shoulder. Well yeah, she weighs like six or seven. Like pounds. she could just perch like you know like you know how in like cartoons the witch will have like the black cat like sitting on her shoulder. Like you could literally do that. Yeah. If she would stay still. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't know how to stay still. Yeah, that might be a yeah. bit of a problem, but, like, theoretically it's possible. Yeah. Like, I was, like, she was right next to me. I was like, maybe I'll pick her up and display her, too. But no, she would wiggle. Um, she's made of slime. She is slime in the shape of a cat. She magically, it's like um, oil and water trying to pick her up. Like, I don't know how she... That's why you, got, you gotta wait for her to be on a blanket and then just take the corners and... <laughs> It is very comical. Gotcha. Like it's almost, I mean, I, I, I do it on occasion to, like, throw her out of my room when she won't leave Harley alone or something. But, you know, if you're trying to pick her up and she suspects something, like, you know, the vet or medicine, she'll... It's magic. Impressive. The black cat. She's got that black cat magic. I know that I could pick my dog up if she would let me. If she would just let me do it, I know I could. I love Cypher so much. She's like sixty pounds. Yes, that's a bit. She's it's a bit. Of she's a good sized dog, but again, I know I can do it. I know I could scoop her up if she would just let me do it. But she doesn't want to be picked up. I love picking up Echo. Like, I know. Her knees just disappear. She just like, How many all four. Like... She's got to weigh a good like fifty pounds, right? Who? Echo. Echo. Yeah, she's about sixty-five pounds. She's very but fluffy. she's smaller than Piper. She's like a little smaller than Piper, but like more solid. Yeah, I just assumed more of her was firm. <laughs> oh no, she has tons of that. I mean, yeah. hang on. Like this is from the last time I brushed her, like just for about five minutes or so, and like that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, you could you could also brush another dog out of Piper. <laughs> but again, if she would just let me do it. I know. I that reminds that reminds me of the truly horrifying thing that still haunts my nightmares that you sent me the other day, Bridget. The cat hair. That's uh. Yeah, it was bad. I hated it, and if I had to see it, you did too. Some insane person on the internet like needle felted like three like human size like cat people sculptures out of like discarded cat hair. They're horrifying. They're absolutely horrifying. That's disturbing. Extremely. When I close my eyes, I can still see it. It's like it's like burned. I know. Ugh, I hate it. That was definitely a thanks. I hate it moment. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> One of the best sentences in the, in any language, in my opinion. Yeah. You were talking about putting the animals around your neck. To tie that back to the running, at one of the lakes I would run around, there was this person that would just walk around with a parrot on their shoulder. I love it. Curious, like, how did this come to be? Where did you get this parrot? Oh. How are you okay with just walking around with it like that? (laughs) You don't have its wings clipped. Yeah. Maybe. Wait, so, years ago, I 
at the crossings in Colony, and there is a woman who I saw there more than once because I was going there once. Saw her more than once. Who was like walking her rabbit? Amazing. The rabbit was fully on a leash. Amazing. I kid you not. I have pictures somewhere. I'm sure they'll resurface at some point. But like, just her and her rabbit. Amazing, incredible, show stopping. Yeah. I mean, I walk around public places with my snake. Like she, she has gone to the park. One of my favorite things, uh, a few years back, I was at a bar here in Rochester and um, we were just leaving and I saw these people coming in with a stroller, you know, and so I assume it's a baby in there. But then I realized the stroller has like a mesh around it. Was it a cat? No. Was it a dog? No. Where is this going? It was a pig! If I was drunk at a bar, like, with the girls, and I saw that, I don't know if anything could top that feeling. Yeah, no, it was it was amazing, because, like, of all the things, I assumed it was going to be, like, a little, uh, like, a toy dog, you know? Uh, did not did not see the pig coming. I mean, it was kind of a, it's a pretty hipstery kind of bar. Valid. It's one of those places where it's, like, um like old timey decor and the bartenders dress up in like old timey clothes and they do the cocktail shaking and like they're all fancy like you know $15 cocktails so it's pretty hipstery so those, maybe not I gotta say those like teacup pigs they are so freaking adorable I've lost my mind I wish I would have taken a picture of it but I was so like in the moment just so overwhelmed <laughs> understandable I might be a terrible person I would probably start being really hungry for bacon <laughs> Oh, they do have like a little food truck out back that primarily serves pork now that I think of it. I don't think I thought about it at the time. Fair That's enough. a little Yeah, I gotta <laughs> say, like I there's a lot of animals that are technically livestock that I do find adorable, like aside from being livestock, like cows are freaking cute. Huh. What else? What other livestock is there? Cows, pigs, sheep. Are I mean, like, cute. What is it? Sheep. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're not bad, but they're they're gross and smelly, and they yeah, they're not clean. They're not, but lambs are really cute. We do eat those. <laughs> this is also true. <laughs> sheep we eat lamb. Like once they're grown up, apparently the meat's not. I don't know. I think that's mutton. Like, when it's, like, oh, an adult yeah, sheep. But I don't really think that's much of a thing anymore. Not really. I mean, that just makes me think of, like, medieval time type stuff, you know? Turkeys are terrifying. Oh, yeah, no. Ducks. They oh, are... my God, ducks are so freaking cute. Geese are not cute. Ducks are cute. Geese are not cute. Uh, said this before and I will say it again, geese wake up every day and choose violence. They do! And I wish they didn't, because they really are such funky little boys. That's another downside to running outside. Geese. Yeah. we got a ton of geese around here, and I have had to stop and run the other way multiple times. I have encountered geese on my bike, and I, like, have had to, like, ring the bell loudly until they got out of the path, because I was like, I'm not passing close to you. Yeah, no, the geese are, like, territorial and aggressive.
aggressive around here. They, like, rove in packs, menacing, like, gangs. And then they make the sidewalks, like, a minefield. Yeah. Where you can watch where you run if you don't want your shoes to get disgusting. Gross. And if they have goslings... What about the goslings? If you have goslings, you, you can't look at them, or their mom will, like, come at you. Or at least she did to me. Like, I was, I gave her space. I was on the other side of the trail. I'm like, all right. She came at me, and I was like, oh, this is how we're going to be. Okay. And I, this hate is that, I hate that baby geese are cute. <laughs> they look so, they look so soft. I just want to scoop them up. Me too. But I can't do that. I'm like, it's gosling season. They're precious. <laughs> Oh, also, a call out of my sister. One time, we were driving, and we, like, by the side of the road, there was a little pond, and there was a bunch of little baby geese following their mother. <laughs> and my sister pointed at them and goes, look at the goose ducklings! <laughs> and we still laugh at her for that today. That's, well, of course you do. You have to. Legally required. <laughs> All right, well, we've added a good half hour to this. Nicely done, everybody. Pro ramblers. I'm sorry that I'm, like, in a bat cave over here. I do not do, like, teleconferences very much. It is pretty dark. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I think professional... That should be, like, a thing we add to the podcast description or something. Or, like, to, our, like, our... I don't know, business card. Professional ramblers. Ooh. No, we don't. But wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Things to think about. Um, thinking about things I should point out in relation to when this episode is going to be released. Because by the time this is released, we're definitely going to be streaming that weekend, so check that out. I think that's going to be episode three we're going to be talking about of Squid Game. So that'll be fun. Um, looking forward four. to it actually going to oh, no. have the entire thing binged by that point yay and we can all walk on eggshells together yeah that's fine how far, how far are you i have still only watched episode two i okay. was gonna binge it yesterday but then i got um re-addicted to skyrim it's fine <laughs> we'll have that happens to the best of us um but yeah, I really think that's the only, like, major thing to look out for, at least by the time this is going to be released. Mm -hmm. On November 5th. On November 5th. Nice. Today is November 5th. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's so meta. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Allison, thank you, you for joining us. You've been yes. our first guest in quite a while. Which yeah. is very cool. Or at least first guest with the, like, actual three host rotation so yay thank you very much appreciated yeah. and of course always welcome back anyone anyone who comes on here is always welcome to come back whenever thank you for having me of course all right well we will see y'all again next week and we will see y'all on sunday adios bye this week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 
at Zach Calderon and at And Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.